0: Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we talk about first-gen tips on navigating college and beyond. My name's Emmanuel, and I'm going to be your host during this interview series. And so today I'm really excited because we have Manny here, who is a current San Francisco State graduate student. Manny, do you mind giving us a brief introduction about yourself and where you currently are in your educational journey?
1: Yeah, thank you, Emmanuel. Uh, thank you for having me. Like you said, my name is Manny. I'm a current graduate student at San Francisco State in their uh, Master's of Counseling
0: uh, program. Just really excited to be here. Thanks so much, Manny. We're really happy to have you here. And so, Manny, can you tell us a little bit about your decision as a first-gen student? What motivated you to choose a community college? My,
1: my decision to go into community college, it there was a lot of different factors that kind of went into it. First and foremost, that has a lot to do with just my overall educational experience um, growing up. High school, I wasn't the the best student. It was really difficult for me to kind of know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. And in the moment, uh, a lot of it was, you know, I just wanted to hang out with my friends and, and do what you know, what, what a kid does, right? And, you know, my, my education was kind of like at, in, in the back end. But at the same time, you know, certain experiences within education and, and, and school made me have this idea that school wasn't necessarily for me you know I would get uh, things from certain instructors um, they they said like uh, uh, certain instructors would say like oh you're gonna work at McDonald's the rest of your life or or you know just things like that that kind of like reaffirmed this like idea in my head and like it it really instilled like oh you know maybe school isn't for me maybe I'm not uh, good enough right but at the same time you know My parents, they're immigrants, and they came to this country. They worked very physically intensive jobs. So for them, they always wanted their children to go to school and to get that college degree so that they didn't have to work those kinds of jobs, right? Um, So on, on one end, I was like, Man, I, I I don't I don't know about the school thing. You know, it's it's really hard. I'm not understanding the material. I'd rather hang out with my friends. You know, people are telling me that you know I'm not made for school. And then on the other end, you know, I have like this this uh, desire to to make my parents proud. You know, and to help my family succeed. So what what am I gonna do, right? Um, so unfortunately, I did I didn't do the best in high school, um, but you know, college was still in my head. So I decided, okay, let's try out this community college thing. Let's see. Let's see what it's all about. Um, And ultimately, I did make that decision to go into community college. And yeah, it, it was a it was a journey. You know, there was a lot of ups and downs within my time at community college. But at the end of the day, like reflecting on it now, it was a great experience.
0: Manny, thank you so much for just sharing a little bit about that personal background, how you saw your parents work so hard and how that helped motivate you. I'm sorry to hear about those challenges from the educational system that weren't very motivating, weren't helpful. Could you describe a little bit more about what went into the decision of putting those challenges aside and choosing to go to school? Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, like I said, I, I come from a, a very close-knit family and a culture that, you know, is very supportive and we work for, for one another, right? Hard work and and putting the be- your best foot forward has always been instilled in me. Getting those messages from my parents of, you know, college is going to be that key to the, these various different opportunities for you that we uh, never had. You know, that was always in the back of my head, right? And I was always... You know, even when I wasn't doing too good in school, even when, you know, I was just like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like that was still in the back of my head. And that was one of my biggest motivations because I did want to make them proud. You know, their sacrifices uh, weren't in vain. Right. Um, so kind of when I was in college and when I was like my first couple of years in community college, they weren't the best. You know, I, I was failing classes. I would withdraw from them. And I think it's because I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. Right. But at the same time, I was like, OK, you know, I still want to I still want to push forward so I can say that making my family proud. And at the same time, I'm also going to get to a point where I can support them and myself uh, in a better capacity, in a capacity that that they always saw for me. You know,
0: Manny, I really love how you were fueled by this hard work, this cultural support piece that you talked about. And you did mention that you did struggle once you got into the community college. Were there any resources that you seeked out to get support to overcome those struggles?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, when when I was first starting off in in community college, like I said, my first couple years, it was It was a real challenge. Um, uh, Like I said, I I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. I think I changed my major like four times officially, and I changed my mind like a hundred times. You know, I I was failing classes. I was withdrawing. Yeah, a lot of it had to do because I didn't know exactly what I wanted out of life. You know, I I think there was a part of me that, that wasn't at that maturity level to understand what I wanted. And then also, it was just it was just hard. It was hard to to really put my motivations forward into into my education. But one of the biggest support systems that I had during that time was um, was actually a college counselor. You know, I I met this individual when I was still in high school. Um, in high school, like I mentioned, I didn't do too great. I almost didn't graduate. In order for me to graduate, uh, I was placed in this after school program. Um, And then the after school program, you know, we met once a week, you know, we talked about some of like the struggles that uh, Latino males experience within the educational system, some of those barriers. Right. Um, And the instructor for that program was a college counselor at the community college that I went to. Right. So I met him there and then transitioning into my uh, community college experience. You know, I would meet with him. He was just one of the few people that saw The potential in me that I didn't even see for myself at the time. And he stuck with me through those ups and downs, always checking in, always making sure that I felt supported and that I had that contact with at least one person at that institution, right? You know, even when I wasn't exactly sure if school was for me, I would still go to him and I would seek out, you know, his guidance and his support, right? I didn't mention this earlier, but I did take a little a little time off of school and i took a couple of years off i hadn't spoken to him in a while and then when you know i finally realized like no i had to go back to school i had to get this degree i messaged him and it was like no time had passed he was like come in we'll we'll create your educational plan and we'll figure things out he's still my mentor to this day he's one of the reasons why i went into the master's program in counseling and why i want to do this work and support students through through their educational experience.
0: Thank you so much, Manny, for sharing that overview. Also letting us know that you took a little bit of time to kind of gather your thoughts, think about what you kind of wanted to do, but the fact that you took that difficult step to come back in, message the counselor, connect back with him, create that new student educational plan. I want to just give you credit for that. So Manny, how did you go about choosing your major? Because it sounded like we went into some classes, we didn't do well, we kind of took a little bit of time off, but then you came back. What did you do to kind of find that major that called to you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. It it took a a lot of self-reflection, honestly. It took me that just those different experiences, you know, taking those classes, kind of like exploring, okay, what are my likes? What are my dislikes? What can I, I envision myself doing? It really was like a whole like process of like, what exactly do I like? You know, what kind of shows do I enjoy watching? What kind of movies? What kind of books a- am I reading at the moment? Uh, what are the classes that left like the most impact in-, in my life, right? And from there, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm kind of interested in, in this particular uh, subject, and, and this is what I'm, I'm really into at the moment, right? And that was uh, uh, criminal justice studies at, at my community college. You know, they had an associate's degree for administration of justice, right? You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to come back to school I'm going to stick to this major because this is what I'm interested in at the moment. And then, you know, let's transfer, let's get the degree and let's go from there. And that's what I did. You know, I really enjoyed it. I really loved the experiences. And from there, my love for education, that desire to, to support others, it just kind of blossomed uh, from there. So it was a whole journey. It was a whole experience, but it, it did lead me to where I am now.
0: Thank you so much for kind of sharing with our listeners how you chose your major. Now, how did you go about choosing your transfer institution?
1: There was, uh, there was a lot that went into that decision, too. I went to San Francisco State for undergrad as well. Kind of my thought process at the time when, when I was getting ready to transfer, I was like, do I want to stay local? Do I want to go a little bit further away? What kind of culture am I looking into of the institution that I'm going to transfer to? Is it going to fit the the particular needs and, and desires and things that I want out of life, right? So all of these questions were kind of in my head when I was like preparing to transfer, right? Ultimately, I was like, I don't want to go far from home. I can't spend too much time away from the family and from my mom's cooking, you know. I had visited San Francisco State like a few times because most of my friends like from high school, they had gone to San Francisco State. So I had been to the campus and I really enjoyed being there. You know, I I love the campus. I love the weather. I'm like huge on on the cold, right? Um, I don't really like the heat. So I, I just thought that it, it, it like really worked out for like the needs and desires that I had envisioned for myself for an institution that I would transfer to. Right. I lived like 20 minute drive from there, so it wasn't going to be a huge commute. And yeah, it just it just really worked out. And then when I did transfer and, you know, I was immersed in the student experience, it worked out for me. It had a positive impact.
0: Thank you, Manny. I absolutely could not agree more with just understanding what are your needs, visiting the campus, and then finding that community that you felt like, this is where I belong. So it sounds like you hit on those points for our listeners to hear about. So I appreciate you sharing those pieces. Can you tell me a little bit about the transition? Like once you transferred, did you find it challenging once you got into San Francisco State, you're in your upper division courses? How was that process for you?
1: Yeah, that was actually a very interesting process. I was at community college, I want to say. So I graduated high school in 2014. I spent five-ish years at community college on and off uh, until I did transfer to San Francisco State. And when I transferred, it was right before the pandemic and the shutdown began. I transferred in spring, spring semester of
0: 2020.
1: I was only in person in the classroom for about two and a half, three months before we went completely virtual. My experience in the four-year institution, at least for undergrad, was very different than, than I would say for, for other folks and for folks that are getting ready to transfer at the moment. The challenge was virtual classes and not having that, you know, that contact with other individuals and that face-to-face, it was really hard because from the time that I transferred, up until the time that I graduated with my degree it was all online a lot of it was on myself to motivate myself to to continue with the with the virtual educational space you know seek out those those resources with instructors and like stay after after class and and let them know, like, hey, like, I'm kind of struggling on this, you know, like the Zoom fatigue is is real, you know. Yeah, it, it it took a lot, but like I said, you know, I always kept my why or or my my motivations in mind when when it did get a little bit more difficult, you know, when when the assignments were piling up, had those those questions again of, of whether or not this is this is for me or if I'm good enough to to be here. I I kept my why am I doing this? Okay, I'm doing this to. To, for my family. I'm doing this for to make them proud. I'm doing this to to make sure that we have a better outlook in, uh, on life and that I can, you know, provide for them in a way that, that they always envisioned and hoped for for their kids, right? So, yeah, it, it was an interesting experience when, when I finally transferred.
0: Wow, what a year that you transferred, right? Everything shuts down. You're really excited. You're going to a new school. Then you had to move virtual, had to learn how to Be resilient. Go from in-person to online. You spoke right now about so many true pieces. And I know a lot of our listeners may have experienced that during that time. So I appreciate you really sharing those pieces. I believe you said something, though, really important. It sounded like once you got here, you started to maybe doubt yourself that maybe this wasn't for you. Could you explain to our listeners a little bit more? Because you already transferred, right? So you already made that big leap. But you still kind of had a little bit of this self-doubt.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was it was a lot of that imposter syndrome. It, it was definitely those feelings of of inadequacy. Those those feelings of oh. not I'm not cut out for for this. You know. And I would I would be sitting in the classroom and they'd be having like. These very intellectual discussions on whatever particular topic they were talking about. Right. And I was like, I'm just this kid from South City, barely graduated high school. And, you know, my parents never went to college. They they, they didn't really go to, to school or had a formal education. And what am I doing here? You know, why why am I in this space trying to, to catch up to these other individuals that it seems like they've been doing this their whole life, right? So those feelings really like started to creep in and I was I I really questioned whether or not was good enough to 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 be in that in that seat, to be in that university, to be pursuing this education, right? Even to this day, you know, as a as a master's student, that feeling is still very real. And I think a lot of it has to do with being a first-generation college student and being someone that, that wasn't even supposed to graduate high school, you know, someone that their family couldn't, couldn't help with, you know, applications or, or the FAFSA forms or, or, or things like that, right? It, it was a lot of factors that, that were contributing to this feeling, right? It was an interesting time.
0: Thank you so much, Manny, for just kind of being vulnerable, letting our audience know some of those pieces that you had to overcome. I think this will resonate with a lot of listeners. So Manny, I'm gonna kind of switch gears here, and I want you to share with our listeners, what's a moment that you're particularly proud of in your college journey?
1: I would say that one of my proudest moments was when I graduated from undergrad and when I got that degree. It was real at that point, you know? All the hard work, all the, the sacrifices, all the late nights uh, studying, it had finally like manifested into what I had been dreaming of, you know, and what my family had been dreaming of. You know, when I showed my parents that degree and the look in their faces, the tears that started rolling and, and just the, the celebration that we had, like, it was a feeling that I can't really describe it you know it's hard to describe because they really put so much uh, into you know supporting me throughout that journey it was a a surreal experience and then my going off of that uh, another moment that made me really proud was my my community college counselor from so i went to skyline community college my counselor alberto he uh, got me a frame from san francisco state for my diploma and he mailed it to my house And then when it got there and, and, you know, I put the degree in there, I was like, man, we we made it. So it was it was just really a really happy time. Just super blessed to have that support system and and have those individuals that that were proud of me and and, and happy to see that um, I was able to to accomplish my goals because they they saw the journey. You know, they saw the journey and they saw the ups and downs and they stuck with me. And yeah, it it was a, a really happy moment.
0: Thanks, Manny, for sharing that moment with our listeners, especially the fact that your parents worked so hard describing how you said you saw them so happy is so helpful because of all the hard work that they put into it. But the fact that also you persisted, you were resilient, you kept coming, you kept doing what you needed to do to be successful, and now you're going to be doing it even more, right, because you're going into your graduate program. So, Manny, what advice can you provide our first-gen listeners out there?
1: That's a great question, Emanuel, and, and you know, for for our listeners and, and for all my first-gen students, you know, my students of color, my 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 um, my Latino students, and just everybody that that's thinking about you know pursuing an education, but they don't necessarily know whether that's the right path or they want to pursue it, but they have all these other responsibilities in their lives and that they have to tend to find your support system within the community college setting, you know, build your community, uh, reach out to the individuals that that want to see you succeed, find the counselor that's going to be there for you uh, to guide you and support you and collaborate in your educational journey with you. Because, you know, there are, unfortunately, the the system of higher education does have it's challenges and it's barriers, especially for, for our first-gen students, right? But we're resilient and we're able to to navigate those those challenges. So just just keep with it. And if you have a dream and you have a goal, get after it, you know? Hopefully, I can be a support system to you all as well. And, and yeah.
0: Thank you so, so much, Manny. I just love how you said it. Just get after it, right? You just got to do what you got to do sometimes. So I appreciate how you gave those tips, those advice. And I'm really enjoying our interview, so thank you so much for giving me some time out of your busy schedule as a grad student, doing an internship. I'm sure you have so many things on your plate, so thank you so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, it it really is my pleasure. I have a lot of love and respect for the community college system because it it raised me from from a a kid that didn't know what what, uh, he wanted to do to now somebody that that has a, a better idea of what his passions are and what he wants to to get out of life. And, and you know, it supported me throughout that journey. So I hope that, that my experience can uh, it, it motivate someone or or kind of like spark that that interest and curiosity to even just check out the uh, a campus or go and talk to a counselor or, or something, you know? So yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Uh, thanks again, Manny. All right, listeners. I really hope that you enjoyed Manny's story as much as I did. I love the insights he provided, the realness of the challenges that goes through going to the community college or in the college system. Please remember, listeners, to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, everything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at?